The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Asalaamu Alaikum everyone and you're listening to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM and you're here with me Faiza. Me Amina. Me Louisa. And me Mariam. And today we are discussing... Mental health. mental health, yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Why are we discussing mental health? Because today is Suicide Prevention Day. Yes, yeah, so we feel it's very important for us to talk about this and in order to provide worldwide commitment and action to preventing suicides um, as well. So, yeah. Before we get into that, what's our show about, Mariam? So, our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and even form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics and social media, we want to note that all opinions and views are our own and we respect all other opposing views. I also want to add that we might say some things that are quite distressing for people because we've been touching upon mental health and suicide. So please do listen at your own um, discretion. discretion. Yeah. Thank you for that, Mariam. So before we get into that, we do this little segment on our show every single week uh, called The Thought for the Week. Um, you can get involved as well. It's just something we discuss, something we want to talk about, something we want to let off our chest, whether it be a rant, just a thought, anything of the sort. Um, how can they contact us to get involved if they want to express their thoughts and opinions? You can um, text or WhatsApp us in on 0777 481822. Um, you can also call the studio on 01582 481822. And we are on Facebook Live. I think we so, are, yeah. I'm just okay, well, if, <laughs> if it's working... Um, yeah, you can comment under our Facebook Live. Or you can text us on, um, or message us on our Instagram page, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Give us a follow. <laughs> yeah, follow you. us, DM us. So, first things Sorry. first. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, anyways, um, thought for the week. Louisa, it's always me. Because you're like right there. Um, okay, my thought for the week is I met up with a friend today after I think a year. And it was just really nice. We talked about like everything that happened over the past year. And we went to a really good buffet in Luton. I won't say the name but yeah it's it's like 10 pounds and it was drinks included and dessert included so i literally just ate my heart out and it wow. was it was amazing Amazing. <laughs> it was really good and they had a chocolate fountain and i was i just went crazy but yeah today's been a good day that's my thought for the week <laughs> that's nice. nice but yeah so i'm gonna what's your thought for the week <laughs> Okay. Okay, so my thought of the week is uh, I don't really know. Can I can I say mine? Oh, yeah, go on, Mary. My God. So, <laughs> okay, sorry, swiftly guys. moving on to Mary. Honestly, I'm just tired. Okay, so my thought of the week is on suicide prevention. Day. I know, sorry, I know. Let me talk about something really positive. But I think I really want to um, talk about the fact that in you know, suicide, it's something that's quite prominent within our communities, and it's it's growing statistically every single day. And I think I just um, want to just talk about how important it is to be conscious of how you treat someone. You don't know what a person's suffering at home. They could be smiling, they could be completely normal to you, um, and you can perceive them to be completely normal, but they could be suffering silently. And I think it's really important that you know we take that um, onus on ourselves to always be kind 
regardless of the situation, always be kind because you don't know, you know, people could be on the um, edge of the cliff and your one comment that might seem so trivial to you can push them off. And I think it's really important to understand that um, the words that you say has a massive weight to people. And I think especially, um, you know, I'm not saying to have, be accessible to everyone because that is also emotionally draining, but to the people that are close to you and you know your loved ones, I think it's really important to be conscious about their mental health and how they're emotionally receiving you know day-to-day um, -day lives because end of the day they they love you, you love them, and you should take that responsibility to kind of be there for them, um, especially if you are very close to them. I think it's really really important because you know maybe somebody's uh, lashing out suddenly and it's very um, uncharacteristic of themselves to do that. And you might think, well, oh, why she's overthinking, she wasn't like this, etc., etc. But you need to take that step to understand, you know, certain things could be happening to them internally, and it might not even have a clear um, explanation to you. You know, there might be no explanation, but I think it's really important to have those conversations with the people that we love and the people that we care about. You know, you know, just simply asking them, you know, are you okay? Um, you know, and just making that safe space between each other. That literally well ties in so well with today's topic as well, <clears throat> especially to do with like our words can unintentionally unintentionally hurt people, 100%. which affects their mental health as well. So before we move on into the main topic, Amina, are you ready for your thought of the week? <laughs> um, I, I'm just going to be honest, I really don't have one, but I'm just going to wing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, I think I'm just going to go with like our topic of today and um, you know I think we all have our down days and I think it's important that we um, we find someone that we can confide in, uh, someone that we can trust. I think we touched upon this on last week's show about friendship and um, you know it's important to have someone there to speak to. Not, I, I think not everyone um, understands that and some people don't really need to like let out all their, some people can just take it on the chin and they can rationalize it in their head. But um, you know, you can't expect yourself to, to deal with so much by yourself. I think what people don't realize is that when you are struggling with your mental health, it really does have um, an impact on your physical well-being because you actually have way too much to think about. Like you already, mm -hmm like when you're when you're good like when your mental health is fine you're just thinking about normal things but when you're thinking about when you're stressing a lot when you feel down a lot when you you're really thinking oh my god why am I so sad this and that you know and it can you know it gives you headaches it gives you like you could probably you won't even notice and you you haven't eaten for days um, so that's not good so make sure you have someone to talk to I know that every time I have um, I still kind of struggle with it, but when I, I, I'm doing it more often, like having someone to talk to, um, it really helps. And then next thing you know, I can eat dinner again, which is, <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. It's because I, you know, I had someone to talk to. I guess we'll talk about this a bit more in the main show, but yeah. Some of the other symptoms mm. that could be, um, you can have body aches, some yeah. things that you might just think it's, you know, why, is, why am I suddenly feeling these physical symptoms? It could be actually a result of your mental health. So you could have uh, body aches, you could have, um, you know, you can even have like palpitations in your chest, which you might find make it difficult for you to breathe. 
And this is a whole host of symptoms, and I think it's really important to look after, understand that mental health does interlink with your physical health, so you need to be able to look after both, and they're equally important. And in my opinion, I think look after your mental health is way, it's, I think there's a more of a um, way in look after the way you, yeah. you feel internally in terms of your thoughts because that's how you live your day-to-day life your thoughts shape the way you behave mm-hmm. so if you look after you know your mental health you are look after your body because you know you're you're repeating positive thoughts and you're acting upon those positive thoughts so of course that's gonna reflect on your physical health i agree i think my thought for the week kind of ties in with today's topic as well and it's just to say that i hate anxiety hate 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 anxiety it's like you're perfectly fine like the whole day like you're you're just so well and then all of a sudden like you just feel this i it's i guess it's different for everyone but this is my from my own like experience out of nowhere you just feel so overwhelmed and then your whole body just like like begins to kind of shake and i don't know you just feel so like drained and exhausted and you just feel pressure out of nowhere but at the same time you you're like I was thinking but I'm fine like I'm okay like nothing's wrong like alhamdulillah like you know like I have no reason to feel all of a sudden like this but it's it's just crazy it can happen to anyone anywhere at any time and I don't know it's I just find like find it such a weird concept as to why this is happening why why does it happen and then speaking to other people who have who have experienced it and it's the same thing it's just the why i feel like it's really important to seek medical advice um and get referred to the gp i'm not saying i'm just saying that but even even even, you know there's no harm in it to find out you know if you if you start to lose all your hair you wouldn't think twice to call the doctor right yeah go tell the doctor because you can physically see it so if you're feeling symptoms or you know even if you just See, um, feeling sad more often and you know you feel you start crying for no reason those those are those are patterns that you should be kind of uh, keeping a tab on because you know they're unchar- uncharacteristic and I think you know in especially in the workplace there's occupational health in schools they have counsellors in universities they have student well-being there's services out there and I think you need to utilize it and I think when you, you shouldn't have to hesitate yeah. I don't think contact, any hesitation yeah. in doing that and I think um, you know, we need to tear down and dismantle the stigma that surrounds mental health and the idea of, you know, talking about your feelings, talking about these feelings that overwhelm you and physically impair you. There shouldn't be, you know, any stigma towards it. I don't see there's no stigma towards a broken arm. Mm. No one no one says anything negative yeah. about that. But what about the people that, you know, daily are fighting the thoughts in their head? It's overwhelming. To even get out of bed Sometimes it and even leave that. the house. Yeah, I think the it's it's the, the how, not the how, sorry. The, yeah, the how. The how to get help. I think people maybe there's not enough awareness in terms of... Do you think our society, in a way, doesn't encourage it? Because nowadays we've all become more... We should try and get through this by ourselves. We should try and do this on our own, that type of thing. Self-help, the trend self-help. And self-care and stuff. 
it's is it harder for people these days to open up to other people about maybe the things that they're going through the problems because do you think if we had a more open society where um it's say people it's encouraged yeah. to talk and people's problems aren't as stigmatized then people find it easier to sort of get things off their chest instead of allowing it to build up and no, fester in their head I, that yeah, type I of thing agree with that. i think it depends really it's half and half nowadays uh, well i feel like it's more pushing like let's say for example like 60 percent like self self-care self-help you know you can power through it you can get through this motivate yourself kind of thing but at the same time you know you can't do that sometimes you just can't and getting that help that is required and needed it Mm. can be so helpful for you you know i think people are scared because of reactions um because you know if i want to share my experience with someone else and i i'm scared how they will react of course i'm not gonna talk to them about it so i think it's really important that you create that safe space for people and um another thing that Lemisa has to, touched upon is that you know because we're not as an open community as we'd like to be and we, we don't create that safe space it of course people are going to silently suffer well, i think it's all communities really i think, yeah, I think yeah, it's I think society in general i think society in general and i think you know i think there's there's a factor between you know being disciplined and understanding or ident- identifying that maybe you know your if you're if you know that it's not a result of mental health or you know that if you, um, I don't know, change your routine a little bit and you can see positive health, maybe perhaps it's not that great of an issue for you to consider as mental health. So, for example, say if you've been watching TV for two weeks straight and you do nothing else, of course that's going to negatively impact you. But if you change your routine, try to be productive, and then you see you're, you see you're returning to your own self, then that's another thing. But then if you are trying to help yourself and you see that you're not progressing, then you take you seek other means of um, help. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I think further on into our main topic, we will discuss um, mental health more um, because this is our main topic today, everyone. So if you have just listened to us, if you're tuning in on the radio, if you're on Inspire Live, um, on the Facebook page, please do let us know your thoughts, views and opinions on mental health. Um, if you have any, devi- uh, any advice from your personal experience as well, or if you want to share your personal experience as well, you're very more than welcome to. I think it's very important that it's, it's talking about it. It's, it's helping, it's helpful. Um, getting advice from each other as well is helpful on how to cope with certain things and how to deal with certain things as well. So before we like dive straight into that, our hot topic today beautiful little segment that we have here on sister speak lamisa's chosen travel <laughs> well i just topic. sort of suggested it i thought it'd be you know nice to talk about it since our summer holidays are all over okay let's define what you mean by travel she means traveling <laughs> travel. in the uk Tra- traveling not just in the uk there's so many places to travel in, in the, UK. the uk handing over to amina <laughs> Since hang on it, let me enlighten you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's important to talk about because not everyone can afford a plane ticket. Yeah. Okay, fine. Pfizer. Actually, you could find really cheap budget okay, tickets. But, still, but during but the summer you, holiday, as we all know, prices like elevate. You know, massively. If, if you suddenly have a free weekend and you can't, you know, mm. just get a last minute flight, I think there's so much to do in the UK. Like you can go to 
Cornwall, Netflix. Cornwall is great. Oh yeah. That, what's that thing? I haven't actually been, but I know people that have. Mm. I think it's called Durdles Door. Oh, that is really cool. Lake District is absolutely beautiful. There's also yeah, um, Lake District is really nice. There's okay, actually Scotland, a lot to see. There's Bournemouth. Bournemouth's really nice, especially when it's a hot day mm. and. Was it Seven Sisters? I think is it a lake? It looks amazing from the pictures, but I've never mm. been. Where I have been is Wales. Is that in Brighton? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's near Bournemouth, but oh, okay. but I have been Wales, and honestly, if you go to like one of the Welsh like small towns, the seaside towns, they are amazing. See, this is it. This is travel. This is like going to the coast. Okay, no, so right. just just the coast. Coast. You can have a city weekend in London just, if you wanted to. City weekend as well. Okay, fine. Like, go on. Then. So <laughs> I, 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 mentioned, us. I mentioned that in. I think last week that you know even if you can't travel as far as Wales or Bournemouth or Brighton etc even um, traveling outside Luton and traveling or even if you don't live in Luton traveling maybe to the next nearest town and exploring the cities and looking at their heritage and looking even just going to a cafe it's, it's a different experience I it think. is yeah I agree and I think it's really important to make the um, make use of the you know Pfizer's putting you. <laughs> I guess it's just not Pfizer's cup of tea. Sorry. She just likes, I don't know, going to Barbados or something. <laughs> no, just like, you know. Okay, no, uh, Pfizer, go to the Maldives. <laughs> we'll see you later. I think we should encourage people to, you know, gain new experiences, however that looks like. I don't think they should no, be of course. at all. I agree. No, I like. I've been out of town, okay, <laughs> once. <laughs> no, Chroma yeah, so is a beautiful place. I, I'd I say. think it's nice to just get out yeah. of the place that you that live in, in to just calm yeah. your mind. I whether guess. it be the next town, whether it be up north, down south, go visit a distant relative or something. Yeah. Someone who lives like, in the UK, like even it's nice. Book like um, a little getaway. They have so many like different like holiday packages all the time you could also do like different season. activities like escape rooms are really popular nowadays oh, yeah. or go ape go ape that like t- that climb tree thing oh, high ropes type yeah. of thing also I just think hiking um, hiking yeah English country roads are I don't know so for me nice. I think there's something else and I've been on an like a few road trips with my family not like well with family it's a bit stressful for me <laughs> but now that I'm older <laughs> now that I'm older like if you have a friend who has a car or if you have like a brother or sister who has a car it's really just maybe on the weekend just take your car go for a little road trip and it'll be really fun you don't even have to go away for the weekend mm. I mean you can go drive out have a picnic somewhere have yeah. a day out you know there's day actually out. a lot to do in English countryside I know we we hate on the UK a lot, and <laughs> I have to say, other, con- other countries have better countrysides, but you know, ours isn't too bad. I feel like ours is ours really is nice, especially really when nice. there's a sunset or yeah. something going on. You just smell the air, and it's like, and you wow. know, it's still, it's not, <laughs> it's just calming. It's not everywhere. winter yet. It's smell manure, yeah. and it's still autumn. I think we can still take advantage of it and go mm. for walks and stuff. And you know, it's great to just, especially if you live in, you know, a town or a city. It's it's more refreshing to get away and just yeah. be one with nature. <laughs> but do you know what place I'd recommend even in Luton? Stockwood Park, the Botanical Gardens. It's actually oh, really yeah. nice if you just walk yeah, through. That's true. And Dunstable Downs. And Dunstable Downs are lovely. And if you beautiful. get a kite, it's even more fun. Because um, <laughs> I, I that's think if you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's... We just got a comment in um, from someone. I think it's Waka... Um, and he said, go backpacking from here to Morocco. From here to Morocco. Is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> That's unique. It's not possible. <laughs> that is not I'm possible. I'm sure it's possible if he suggested it. So, well, there could be a way. I think even just going by car to Europe. You oh, yeah. You can, yeah. Oh, he done, he's done it. 
That's nice. Wow. Backpacking. It's true though, going on holidays, especially in like August time, it's always expensive. So Very expensive, I think branching course. out maybe in the UK, whether it be backpacking, whether it be going out, you know, on a train, wherever. Hiking is yeah. a lot of fun these days as well. There's a there's so much we can do nearby. I think we do I think it's not like it's not done. Yeah, like, do you know I, what I mean? When people think of holidays, they always just think out the country. Abroad, yeah. yeah. like me. And also, <laughs> people, come, inside the people UK. come here and see things that we've yeah, not that, seen. But that's I think, what I find fascinating. It's like when I'm in London and I get off the train, I'm like, people actually come here like from <laughs> from far away to Why see this place. Why do they come here? <laughs> but but you I know, think be, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. To, and you said you know, think out of the box, which I agree with. Fair enough. Yeah, I think we, we should think out of the box with our own, you know, with our own country. We all live here. Yeah. We course, should try we to, uh, you know, when people, I've had relatives who come here, <laughs> <laughs> relatives who come here and they're like, so what are fun things to do around here? And, and I'm you're like, like, I don't no, really know. I don't know. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. Yeah, but like, it's like what? my cousins came and they were like, oh yeah, we went to Oxford Street the other day. Like, and I was like, I realised I've never even been Oxford Street. What? And okay, it was I've like, Oxford, I have actually. after I joined uni, but Close. before that, like, we'd never been even Oxford Street. I was like, it's Here's one. Amazing. He said, uh, sorry, uh, Waka said, beach hopping. Go along one shore for a few nights and then go to a different beach along that coast. Oh, each day. Wow. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. That's camping quite, camping like is so much oh, fun. People that, don't yeah. realise. Um, I think you have to be a certain kind of I feel like or get a cabin. Yeah, like those cabins. But I feel like camping, you know, camping is its up, own yeah, type of fun where you everyone puts the tent up together and then you know you cook Did together you in the evening. Depends yeah. on yeah. you really enjoy with, camping. Anyways, that was an interesting hot topic. I think it's just something to just lighten us before we delve deep into mental health, which uh, ties into today's suicide prevention day as well. So before well yeah that's it we, that's the hot topic's done yeah yeah i feel like it kind of ties in though in a I way don't, i think so it experiences ties in. Yeah. and the things that you do really do help your mental health and in i way. think yeah so we'll put that in with the how we can help people who do suffer mm-hmm. yeah from mental health so getting started remember all those who are listening tuning in whether it be on facebook live whether it be on the radio Please do let us know your thoughts, views and opinions. They are more than welcome. Even share your experiences as well, especially to do with mental health. You don't know who you can be helping by sharing your story or your advice. Um, yeah, people, I think they can... It's like a virtual shoulder to kind of lean on at the same time. Yeah, I also want to say that, you know, if you do share your if you do share your experiences, we'll keep that anonymous. We won't mention yeah. your name. But I think just it does... Just let us know. Yeah, just well. let us know that, you know, we, you don't want us to share your name. And I think something personally for me, you know, I, I struggle to talk about mental health on the radio show, but I realised that it could help someone else because for me personally, when I started in Sister Speak, I was quite timid and I didn't like speaking about mental health because it was something that was a massive part of me. And it's still part, a big massive part of me. But you know, I want to show people that even if you suffer mental health or if you have any anxiety problem, which I specifically suffer, you can, you know, mm. do the things that you want to do. You can be ambitious. You can yeah. reach all your dreams. There are ways of overcoming that. And, you know, I, w- I want to show people that, you know, you're not alone. and You, you still can achieve whatever you want to do. Mm. So yeah. first things first, why is it important for us to talk about mental health? I think, um, like Mariam said, like it was kind of... Um, 
daunting to talk about, but it's it's something so personal for everyone. But this, it's personal. Yet we all go through it in some way or at some point to a certain degree. And if we don't talk about it, then. Um, you know, there'd be someone out there who thinks that there's something really wrong yeah. with them. And when you, you know, I think when you don't know what is, um, when you know there's something wrong with you, but you don't know what it is, I think that's the most um, frustrating and the most scary part of it. It's when you don't know what to do. I think the first thing for me that actually helped was knowing what was going on, like actually putting a label on it almost. Mm. I don't know, to, to a certain extent, we can't always put a label on something and then just call it a day, but it helps to acknowledge what is happening. Like if you, um, you know, if you broke your toe, it's something that's so, so small and you think, oh my God, why is it hurting so much? I can't even walk. But then if you went to the doctor and they said you broke your toe, then you're like, oh, okay, now I know what to do. At least I know there's a reason oh, for right, it. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're feeling down all the time and you have no idea why it makes you feel worse it makes you feel angry and frustrated and then you know all the bad emotions come out but then when you finally um before even going to therapy or getting medication or whatever route you're comfortable going down um just knowing what it is is just a massive step mm. i think it's really important to acknowledge that so i think all in, well not all in all because we'll come back to lamisa mariam and anyone else who wants to voice their thoughts and opinions on you know why it's important to discuss mental health you know the different types of mental health as well and like what we all what some people would suffer from and how they can overcome it as well we're going to go into a break um, for a couple of minutes. And after that, please do join us. Where we'll be discussing the whole topic all in all. Let us know all your thoughts, opinions. If you want to stay anonymous, if you want to share your experience, please do share your experience. But then let us know at the end um, if you want to keep it anonymous or if you want to give your name. And yeah, join in, tune in um, after the break and let us know your thoughts, views and opinions. Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM and you're here with me, Pfizer. Me, Lamisa. Oh, sorry. Me, Marion. <laughs> me, Armin, and this is the middle of the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, just before the break, we were just speaking um, about our topic uh, today of mental health which ties in very well with today's suicide prevention day just before the break we were also discussing why it's important for us to even talk about mental health um, which is very important again so following on from can I just add quickly Amina. I think something that I'm going to kind of discussed before the show but we had our break was it's really important to know why you're feeling certain things and I think it really does rationalise it so the example she gave is when you break your toe and perhaps you sprained, yeah. a, sprained a bone and you don't know why but then you go to the doctors and you find out okay this is the reason I think similarly it's really important to find out the root cause of your feelings that you're getting even the physical symptoms that you might get as, out of result of mental health and I think you know how she was saying that you know just knowing that you have this issue or you're facing this mm. it helps you to know what steps to take next and next and i think that's a really important 
part of mental health is understanding how to cope, how to manage and how to yeah. deal with, you know, those ex- uh, symptoms that you're experiencing. Because I think um, what ties in well is when we are discussing this as well and those who are listening, um, you know, join us, whether it be on the radio, on Inspire FM Live as well. Uh, give us your thoughts, views and opinions. How can they do that? Uh, you can text or WhatsApp us in on 0777-481822. You can also call on 01582-481822. And we mentioned before, since this is quite a heavy topic, if you want to uh, text or WhatsApp us and you want to stay anonymous, just mention that you don't want your name to be um, mentioned on air, and that's totally fine. And I think it would be great if yeah. if some of you can tell us about your experiences or your advice, and we can all help yeah. each other. Yeah. So, moving on from what you said, did you want to add anything as to why um, it's important, why mental health is important to talk about? Um, you said, you gave a really good analogy, though. I think so that people actually realise that, you know, say if, if they're feeling constantly down or maybe, you know, they're having certain thoughts, they should realise that, you know, maybe I should go seek some help or maybe I should ask someone about this. Yeah. It's not just, a, oh, I can shrug it off. Because I feel like maybe in the past... A lot of people have had the attitude of where, you know, it's my problem, I can just shrug, shrug it off, or it's not really a big issue. I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I'm just going to continue with my day-to-day life, that type of thing. Mm. And then it may escalate afterwards. Mm. So I think the point of the matter is is that talking about it and, you know, also learning from other people's experiences makes you realise that you perhaps you're not the only person. But not only that, that it is, it is a real thing. And you yeah. do, if you need help, you should ask for it. Just like how, you know, I think you guys were saying if there was any sort of physical ailment or illness that you had, you definitely go see a doctor at the first sign of, you know, symptoms or anything like that. In the same way, I think it's important that we sort of normalise it to talk about our feelings, talk about how we're feeling, Mm -hmm. because a lot of that governs how we live our everyday lives. If you're not in a good mood, then you're not going to be nice to the people around you either but you yourself are just not going to feel good throughout the day yeah and you know day-to-day life that can be very tolling on yourself and as you guys said on your body as well i think another thing to add is that you know mental health and the way you experience it looks different for everyone so you know you might be experiencing um it could be trivial to someone else, but you could be experiencing um, something in particular that really triggers you and you might get physical symptoms from it, but maybe someone else who does have anxiety doesn't react the same way. And I think it's really important to understand that, you know, the way you experience pain and the way you experience um, mental health is very individualized. And I think it's really important to have, I think the most important thing is to have is self-awareness. I think Mm -hmm. understanding yourself and and validating your own feelings, saying that, you know, know, these things don't define you. You can separate yourself yourself from them. So, you know, if you feel overwhelmed, it doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean, you know, you're anything less. I think it just, it's it's something that has, is happening to you and, you know, you're sick. You need, you need help. You need medical help. You need intervention. And I think it's really important and to not undermine yourself or you know you know we were talking about labels in understanding how to seek the right help but also understanding that the negative labels that are attributed to mental health they're not for you and you know it's out of ignorance or you know lack of education when people um categorize people who suffer mental health as you know lazy or they're crazy or you know all these just negative terms that float about i think it's really important to know 
that you're not those things like you're yeah. not it, it does it, it's no way near that i think it's you know i think it's actually people who suffer mental health are very very strong because you know you're doing day-to-day life with this almost like this extra weight on top of you and you're carrying that with you every single day whereas people who don't suffer this they don't have that weight so for you it's it's, it's that extra strength and i think you know it's just look after yourself and making sure that you know you get the right help and you take yeah. those services and i think melimisa will be um touching upon those services um shortly yeah um i think overall it, like mental health it's so like it's such a huge thing but it seems to be kind of like pushed away because some sometimes some people don't want to come to accept the fact that you know they are suffering so, because they're so like it's unfortunate to say but they're so busy and caught up with life itself that they just generally don't have time to just sit down for a second and gather their thoughts and gather their how they feel and put together everything do you think um sorry no, it's fine. <laughs> do you think um society in a way is changing its look on mental health because nowadays you have a lot of organizations companies universities institutions all those mm. types of things having counselors and things like that do you think that's sort of helped in i don't a way? think so i think well maybe it, i think it's different um for example because why i'm saying is the whole working thing is because when you see like further down like for example i've seen elder people now because they're so busy life kids work school whatever home like they don't have time mm. they generally just don't have that hour to give whether it be being caught up with work whether it be like as soon as they get home from work it's like dealing with kids dealing with whatever's yeah, going on at course. home and i honestly <clears throat> i respect those men and women so much who have all of this on their plate who like have work to deal with and work is stressful come home home can be stressful sometimes sometimes you just want to go straight to bed but it's no you've got kids to deal with you've got dinner to make you've got like so and so to do and then by that time it's like need to go to bed because you're going to wake up again really early in the morning do the same thing over and over again and it's like when is that time they have to <clears throat> like breathe mm-hmm. you know and i think that's why maybe in workplaces they can introduce a thing where it's like you know mental health if there is um someone who needs to speak to someone they have like a counselor that they could go to you know yeah occupational yeah. health um all organizations should have occupational yeah. health but, but i also think I, that i also say think that uh, well Pfizer was saying that you know people are so busy day to day life but say if that same person broke their leg they would 100% go to the doctors and make that hour and take time off but it's because we haven't normalized it and we haven't yeah. we haven't even talked about the significance of mental health and how much it can you know impair you to do daily activities or impair you in the way you you know react to things and yeah, i think exactly. i think we need to kind of take um just because physically you can't see mental health in of course there might be other yeah, symptoms but it's not there. you know it, we need to normalize it in a sense that you know if someone says they have anxiety we need to take it very seriously and say okay they have anxiety what can we do about it what treatment do do they need you know it's it's very i think also is having that conversation with your manager as well and i know it's it's difficult because you know you don't want I I can understand when people think that if you tell your manager that you have anxiety or you have mental health they might see you as weak 
I, I, I worked for one year and I, my, my, alhamdulillah, my manager was amazing and he was extremely, extremely supportive. In fact, he's the one who was telling me about occupational health. But, you know, for others who, you know, might not have that same experience, I think, you know, just even just searching your own organisation and looking whether they have occupational health or even maybe a GP nearby that you can go and get uh, free confidential services because when you're at work, you can have private meetings and put yeah. that on calendar and no one can obviously ask you about yeah. those. So prioritising your health is really important. One thing I also want to touch upon is I don't think people realise that how important that is because they would think, oh, counsellor, oh, money, problems. You can get you it have on it. the NHS. It's costly, yeah. That's what and some people don't know. Yeah, and I think, I think what is... Um, before I want to touch upon that, I think it's important not... I did mention that um, we're talking about this to help people, but at the same time, it's important um, to be vocal about this issue for everyone to be educated on it because yeah. not everyone... I mean, one in four people suffer from uh, a mental health issue, so either you're the one who is suffering with it or you're the friend of someone who has it or you're their sister or brother or you know whatever it is but we're all going to be affected by it in some kind of way and we can't help anyone if we don't know what to do and you know if you're not educated on something you might you would probably be the person who contributes who is, to it as well who is, yeah. who is actually hurting them and you probably did are doing it unintentionally but when you don't know what you're doing or what you're dealing with then it's um you know it doesn't really end well and i think that's why it's important like for your colleagues to they don't need to know your uh, your issues but i think just to be aware of certain things um is just something that it's just, I feel like it, as a human, it's an important thing to be aware of. I think at times it's it's most often, it's better when the people around you are perhaps more tuned in on your life hmm. instead of always going to a counsellor. Of course, you need to yeah. seek help when necessary. But if I speak honestly, knowing that there's a counsellor, you know, perhaps in my institution or in my university doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to go visit them. Mm -hmm. Because with the type of person I am, I'm not a type of person who would particularly want to go and talk about my problems to someone I've never met before. I find it a lot easier to talk to people who already know who, who I am, yeah. the type of person that I am, that type of thing. So I feel, yes, of course, it is important to have those services available for those who need mm. them. But for the people who perhaps aren't as open or aren't willing to go to those places, you know, those people that are surrounding them, if they know a lot more about mental health and build a lot more connections that way yeah. it would be easier for those people to open up and talk about the issues that they're facing and it can start from the smallest things you know mental health problems like it could be from stressing about home stressing about a job stressing about children to money issues and it like it's nothing like it can start from the smallest things is what I'm trying to say, you know? It's not because there's something wrong with you. Nothing's wrong, as in, like, you know, people, like, they would, for example, they would say, oh, you know, you, you might have a mental health problem, but nothing's wrong with me, nothing's wrong with me. It's nothing to be wrong Ash about. Ashamed about, yeah. yeah. And you shouldn't feel embarrassed or even ashamed to even say that you have a problem. It's fine. It's th These things happen. You're allowed to feel sad you're allowed to feel you know overwhelmed you're allowed to feel like full of anxiety and pressure like it's it's nothing to be ashamed of you know these things happen you know it's life 
everyone goes through ups and downs and even if you're not suffering from mental health issues exactly. everyone like, will have, have those fluctuations periods. of it yeah. and it's and nothing to hide yeah I, I just wanted to say that acknowledging your emotions is is an important thing to do like saying that you're um you're not upset about something or you're not angry is just letting those um you're just letting that emotion stay for longer than it should and it bubbles up and it becomes a lot worse than it was at the beginning and I think acknowledging it is really important and also I wanted to talk about um what you can do to help yourself mm. and um I know that people get really mixed up between counseling and therapy and um and I, I'm not like an expert I don't I don't know much about this and I haven't you know, like, I, I don't really know properly, but I know that there's a difference. And, and you know, if you go and um, seek professional help, you can, uh, you can uh, find out what will actually help you. And I think if you do suffer from anxiety or depression, I think therapy will, um, is uh, therapy is a way to like rewire your brain. Yes, yeah. cognitive behavior therapy. Yeah, that's cognitive behavioral therapy. It's just a way to, you know, look at, your life in a different way and look at it in a positive way like flipping yeah like just flipping your thoughts um mm -hmm. the other way around and i think the way you can get it is you can go to your gp and go to them talk about it to your gp and mm. i think that will help you i think That's um something helpful. that yeah one second um i just want to say something because you were saying how how they can get help mm -hmm. right um so someone commented that i don't um Someone commented saying, Salam sisters, how are you? Welcome, Salam. Uh, he said, Please, sorry, please don't say, oh, no, okay. I have an illness that is unknown. I can't walk like a normal person, but I never gave up working. Yeah. In regards to today's show. I think that's quite um, well, well done, mashallah. Yeah. Like your, you, the Masha persistence Allah. obviously really helps, and I think I can sort of relate to that because you know once when when I was really really sick, it was un it was undiagnosed. Like there wasn't really a name of why I was experiencing certain things, and my symptoms were extremely extremely physical, to the point that you know even I was going to be transferred to Great Ormond Street Hospital is very very physical, so you know. It's, it's difficult when, you know, you're experiencing such physical symptoms or you're experiencing such uh, any kind of symptoms and it's for a prolonged time and there's no medical um, term or there's no, they, they can't figure out what's going on. I know I can understand how hard it is and you just you just want to know what's going on. But, you know, it's, you know, it, the person mentioned that he is working. Did he say, yeah, you know, it's it's that persistence and knowing and, and think being hopeful as well i think as muslims we yeah. we have to be hopeful and know have that faith. you know have faith and have being hopeful in allah that he will help you and you know you're not alone um and even if there's a quran ayah that you know allah created us weak and so he will help us in difficulties that's an actual quran ayah so you know know that you know you created this way but allah is there to facilitate you and to help you you know and don't stop you know searching for uh, medical help or don't stop don't stop um, trying to help yourself. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, um, so Armin was talking about CBT and counselling. Um, recently I saw uh, news on how um, GPs are going to subscribe, not medical, of course if someone has hormonal imbalance and they need actual medication, um, 
they're going to need medication that's going to be there but they're going to subscribe plants to people who suffer mental health so they will tell you say for example I go to the GP and I say I have anxiety and you know I don't want to opt I don't necessarily need the medication and they say you can have therapy CBT etc etc they will give me a plant pot of uh, like a plant and they'll tell me to nurture it from a seed because what the doctors are saying and the the research is suggesting that when you use all your five senses and you use um, them to grow that plant, it really helps your um, mental health. So, for example, if you're growing lavender, you can smell the lavender, you're feeling the soil, you're looking at the colour, so it's engaging all your senses and you're, and you're taking time to repeat that behaviour because every single day you're going to have to look after this plant. I think that's something that's really quite um positive yeah. coming up from it's something to like be hopeful towards yeah i think it's it's, it's a really good to. alternative i don't know i'm not a medic we do have a medic <laughs> aspiring medic who's uh, studying medicine mashallah but i think that's a really like a better i think that's a really good alternative than you know just you know just waiting some because i understand like cogn- cognitive behavior therapy and counseling that the waiting lists are quite quite long and that can put so, people off as well yeah that's quite long so you know that could there be a quite a, that's quite a good way to kind of you know start off with your uh fingy um treatment yeah how else would you guys advise people who do suffer from uh, mental health, whether it be your own personal experiences, you're welcome to share. Um, your well, advice. I think we did mention that the waiting lists are really long, and it can be like sometimes you c- it would be two months. Like sometimes you think, oh, two months mm-hmm. is nothing, but when you're really struggling, it yeah, takes. Of course, it's like, oh my god, I feel like <coughs> I need this now. But um, you know, in that time, or if you don't want to, you know, seek help yet. Um, I think it's really important to have, I mentioned this before, I think we all mentioned that it's important to have someone to talk to and, um, you know, have someone there that you can help, uh, that can help you um, go through your thoughts, like talk about it and maybe by the end of the conversation you think, you know what, maybe some of the things I'm thinking are, you know, are not rational or not... Um, maybe I don't need to be thinking that or feeling this way and you can try to figure out together how to avoid that because you know I've had conversations like this myself where I'm like I'm feeling this way and I know it's not normal and but I'm still feeling it do you know what I mean it's it's really easier said than done I mean you can some people just tell you to get over it and I would advise um, uh, people that that is like the words the worst <laughs> words that you can say i mean that it's not um it's not what's the word it, it's not going to it's not helpful it's kind of, it's really dismissive and you know the question is how to get over it i mean we all want to but it's not that simple yeah. you're not just like you know what i will and then, <laughs> and then you're like running through a field of flowers it's not like that <laughs> no, you need to you need to work on it and i think finding a hobby Finding something to do, like you mentioned, um, like the plant thing. doing a yeah. that's helpful. Like gardening, I think I don't do it much, but when I have, it's really humbling. Like just putting your hands in the soil, it's just it's really humbling, and you get yeah. to see this thing grow. And it doesn't have to be gardening, but that's one thing that is really um, it's helpful. Know, it's helpful. It's stimulating. I think finding a hobby that is really stimulating for yeah. you, if you like certain sports, like join them. Yeah, like anything. get into it. Well, I think. Do we speak about this last week? I, I think we talked talked about it at some point. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, 
going for walks is great. I think during our podcast, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little thing from we did do a podcast. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, like going for a walk. Um, if you enjoy the gym, then join the gym. The gym. Yeah. So you, These aspects so, of self care, really. Yeah. yeah. So you're finding things in terms of doing activities yeah. to just take Yeah, because mind when, off it. exactly, like your mind is so. It's literally so busy up there. Like it's like, but things chaos. that you enjoy yeah. doing and things that will calm you yeah, down. Because often, think, like, yeah. if you do an activity, it might come up in your head. I don't know. Some people may have a mental schedule, and it might just be another thing that you have to add to your schedule. Something. It's important that it's something that doesn't stress you out. Something that exactly. you genuinely yeah. enjoy and you and feel you relaxed by even it. Try something that you haven't done before. You'll never know. But even if it's not a thing, even yeah. if it's taking, I don't know, twenty minutes to have a nap in yeah, the day that's what that I was you need, say. or if you want to relax, you I don't know, do something, cook, cook yeah. maybe for yourself, or make a nice cup of tea. Just yeah. even just boiling the yeah. tea, or even is great. Sit down and talk to your friend or your sister or your brother or your family member. Yeah. Just maybe go to um coffee shop or go to your bedroom or go to their house or Do you know what a change of environment is Definitely. great. Yeah. I think when you um you know, like if you need to talk to someone recently I met up with one of my friends and we're both kinda going through it. Yeah. And we were like planning, <laughs> we're like, let's go for a picnic and then we were like we both didn't know what was happening but we were both like two like overwhelmed to even make a picnic yeah. and then we just literally were in town kind of like half in our pajamas you can't tell these days <laughs> and we were just oh in God. costa and it was like it was great just, like yeah. you're just that was just a change of environment like if you Definitely. need to be out yeah. of the house then just go somewhere simple like or even go to your friend's house i mean just do something that will distract you that will stimulate that your mind that's why traveling is yeah. so good after work literally i had you know what works like and your yeah. anxiety ridden literally I was like that's it after work I'm going to that jump arena I don't know what it is a trampoline park just wait just jump things let it all out, out. Wow. <laughs> literally so, sometimes you need to do something spontaneous, spontaneous. like that out so of the blue out of your routine out of your so system. you can get rid of all of that negative energy and then just come what back with positive lines, stuff um, numbers so there are, are there? a lot of charities and organisations available to help people you know when you were saying a lot of people think about counselling they think money straight away that, yeah. and that's something that people may not have you know to spend on this but there are a lot of charity organizations and things like that actually providing pre free services um and if you go to the nhs website you can find they're all sort of categorized in like say if you're a child and you're you know um suffering facing from suffering from anxiety or maybe other mental health issues yeah. they're all sort of listed but here are a few um so there is a charity called anxiety uk their phone number is 03 777 They're open Monday to Friday from 9.30am to 5.30am. And they're a charity basically providing support if you've been diagnosed with an anxiety condition. 9.30am to 5.30am. So 5.30pm, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Did I say am? I was going to say that through a week. I'm so sorry about that. But um, yeah, so they basically provide support if you have an anxiety condition. Um, there's also the Mental Health Foundation. So they are... Um, also provide information and support for anyone with mental health problems or learning disabilities. So theirs obviously um, spans quite a big spectrum. Um, and their website is www.mentalhealth.org.uk. 
Um, there's another charity called No Panic. So they're a voluntary charity offering support for sufferers of panic attacks and obsessive Aww. compulsive disorder. So that's OCD. And that offers a course to help overcome your phobia or OCD. So the number is 0844-967-4848. And that's daily 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So there are, and obviously if you have other conditions, you can have a look at the NHS website or get in contact with your GP is probably the best advice. Yeah, there's a whole range of things that come under mental health and I think you're you're able to find all of them on the NHS website. Most of them. (laughs) Most of them. The first thing is just stepping out and actually talking about it, accepting the fact that, you know, something's wrong. It's okay that something's wrong. Acknowledging it. Yeah. So hopefully... We have helped you today um, somewhat, somehow, through our experience. Help advance the discussion of it, yeah. Yeah, through our advice. um, And also, hopefully, those numbers are helpful too. Thank you so much for all your thoughts and opinions today. Join us next week, inshallah, 6 to 7. Salaamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at Inspire FM Luton.